Love Talk Radio. With your hands, reach out. Broadcasting live as always, broadcasting live as always 
from the historic Ebenezer Missionary Baptist Church. That's right. You didn't know. You Now you do. Uh, broadcasting from the birthplace of gospel music over here on the south side of Chicago. And as always, I'm excited to be here on another Monday after Sunday. Yeah, 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 man. So y'all get ready, man. It's about to be a good time in the house of the Lord on today. Huh? Y'all come on in, man. We're going to have a little church after church. Uh, right, right, right. We're going to have a little church after church. So y'all come on in and hang out with your boy on today, on this day, 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 7, 12. I'm going to get the days right in a minute. July 12th, 2021. It's going to be a great show, man. Look, I'm just excited to be here again uh, on this uh, Monday. Man, had a great time on yesterday. Uh, we got a great topic today, man. We're going to continue uh, with our conversation from the other day, our conversation concerning uh, eight habits of Christians who live out their faith every day, not just on Sunday. Eight habits of Christians who live out their faith every day, not just on Sunday. We started talking about this last week, Monday, and that thing, the time just got away from us, and we did not get a chance to finish, but we're going to get on that thing today, man. I'm just excited uh, to be able to do that on today. That and so many uh, other things, man, that we're going to talk about today. Had a great time here uh, at the house of the Lord on yesterday, man, had a great time in our first, uh, I want to call it our first official, uh, 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 outreach, uh, here yesterday, but I'm gonna talk about that a little bit later. Uh, but look, let me give you the rundown on how you can be a part of today's show. If it's your first time viewing, first time listening, first time watching, uh, let me give you the rundown on how you can be a part of today's show. Uh, if you're already listening on the line, all you have to do is push one. That'll get you to my producer, the best producer in the land, the one, the only, Latanya Michelle King, taking all of your calls, emails, and chats. If you're listening via Blog Talk Radio, simply dial area code 323-870-4375 is the call-in number. 323-870-4375 is the call-in number. If you want to email the show, you can email the show at ttloshow at ttlomedia.net. That's right. You can email the show at the ttloshow at ttlomedia.net. That's how you can email the show one more time for the Holy Ghost. Uh, it is ttloshow at ttlomedia.net. If you want to follow us on social media, you can do that as well. You can tweet the show. You can tweet the show at TTLO Radio. That's right. You can tweet the show at TTLO Radio. That's two T's, one L, one O. TTLO Radio is where you can tweet the show. If you want to follow us on Instagram, you can do that as well. Follow us on the gram at TTLO Radio. That's right. Follow us on the gram at TTLO Radio. That's two T's, one L, one O. TTLO Radio is where you can follow us on the gram. If you want to follow us on Facebook, facebook.com backslash TTLO radio, facebook.com backslash TTLO radio is where you can find us there. Again, facebook.com backslash TTLO radio is where you can find us there. If you want to uh, follow us, our live streams are up and running. That's right. We are up and running. We are live right now. The live streams are up and running. You can come on in, come on in, take a seat. Uh, and, and have a seat with us on today. We got a great, great, great show for you. The live streams are up and running. You can find us right now on Facebook, facebook.com backslash TTLO radio, facebook.com backslash TTLO radio is where you can find us there today. Uh, 
YouTube, YouTube, YouTube Live. We are live right now on YouTube. Thank you so much to our YouTubers who are following us on YouTube right now. Thank you, thank you, thank you, and God bless you. Uh, thank you so much for following us on YouTube. We are appreciative of all of our YouTube uh, watchers, so thankful for you. Don't forget, too, we are an iHeartRadio partner, so that means what, what, what does that mean? That means you can find us on your iHeartRadio radio app all you got to do all you got to do is do a simple search on your iHeartMedia app for the ttlo media group for the ttlo media group once you do that once you do that once you do that you'll be able to find not only the ttlo radio show but you'll also find you'll also find the other shows that are affiliated with the ttlo family that means you'll find healthy soul talk with dr kimberly thomas every thursday at 5 30 right here on the ttlo media group studios real talk real issue Real Solutions, right here on the TTLO Media Group Network. Dr. Thomas has an amazing show, man. She's been dealing with 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 self, uh, 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 how to how to fix yourself, how to try, how to try at least uh, um, to fix yourself. She's been talking about uh, the self series, all about self series. Uh, last week was self control and willpower, and the week before that it was the I statement. So I'm looking forward to week three of the self. Uh, self-control series, all about self-series. So that's coming up, man. It's going to be a great, 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 great time. But don't forget about my brother, the good pastor, Harold D. Washington, and the Kitchen Chronicles every Tuesday, somewhere around 7.15, 7.30. You can catch my brother every Tuesday with the Kitchen Chronicles. Always, always has a good conversation for the people, man. Can't go wrong with the Kitchen Chronicles with my brother, Pastor Harold D. Washington. He is the pastor of the Faith, Works, and Vision Church over uh, on the west side of Chicago. You can always catch him right here uh, live on your TTLO Media Group station. Uh, don't forget, too, we, have a, we come back on Fridays. We come back on Fridays with our Praise Break Friday show. Always a good time on Fridays. But then on Sundays, man, look at on Sundays, we are jam-packed on Sundays. On Sundays, we are jam-packed. We have our uh, the live simulcast right here from the birthplace of gospel music. That's right. You can catch the live stream right here on the TTLO Media Group Network of the Ebenezer Missionary Baptist Church, the birthplace of gospel music every Sunday at 11 o'clock with Pastor Daryl in person right here. He is the senior pastor of the historic Ebenezer Missionary Baptist Church. You can catch that every, every Every Sunday right here at 11 o'clock without fail, man. We always have a good time in the Lord over here at the birthplace of gospel music. And then somewhere around 1230, 1245, you can catch the live stream of uh, the Faith Works and Vision Church, the Faith Works and Vision Church, where my brother, uh, Pastor Harold D. Washington, is the pastor over on the west side of Chicago. You can always catch them as well, man. Always looking forward to what's going on at Faith. I didn't get a chance to catch it this Sunday, so I'm looking forward to hearing about how your Sunday went. Uh, but don't forget, too, you can also find us on iTunes, Spotify, anywhere you can download a podcast. You can find us there. Hey, look, man, look, y'all know what it is. It's the check-in. It's the Monday check-in. It's the Sunday check-in on Monday. I want to know how your Sunday went, how your Sunday went, what was good, what was good, what was good, who preached, what church did you attend, what was the sermon title, and what was the scripture. I need to know the four things. That's all I look at. These are four things you should know, four things you should be able to share about your Sunday experience. What church did you go to? Who preached? What was the sermon title? 
and what was the scripture that the, that, that the word came from. Come on, come on, come on. Check in right now with your boy. Check in right now. If you are listening right now, if you're able to put it in the chat, go ahead and do that. Go ahead and chat real quick and let us know what church did you attend yesterday, whether you were in person or online. What church did you attend? Who preached the sermon yesterday? What was the sermon title and what was the scripture text on yesterday? Come on, check in. Check in with your boy. Check in with your boy real quick and let me know what was going on with your Sunday on yesterday. I have to say, I don't know. (laughs) I do know what scripture was used yesterday, but I don't know the sermon title because I was outside getting ready for our outdoor activity. So I am, I am, I am guilty of not knowing the sermon title for yesterday. I'm trying to remember if I even know. I don't, I can't recall yesterday. I was outside. So forgive me. Uh, We had an outdoor uh, event yesterday right after church. So I was outside getting the, sound and and all the good stuff ready uh for yesterday so if if it's some ebenezer folk on here i'm gonna need y'all to check in because just because i was outside working that means the rest of y'all should have been inside listening or online listening so uh, i need y'all to help my brother out if i wasn't here if i would look to you for some help if i say what did the pastor preach y'all ought to be able to tell me what i missed on yesterday so but for those of you who went to different churches on yesterday or viewed different churches on yesterday. Come on and check in real quick in the chat or feel free to call in 323-870-4375. That's the calling number. Call in. Let me know what church you attended, who preached, what was the sermon title, and what scripture did your preacher come from on yesterday. Let me say real quick hello to Malia Stewart. God bless you and to God be the to God be the glory pitch. God bless you, my sister. Good to have y'all on with us again today. I think those are the only chats that I missed. Are those the only chats I missed? They are. Thank you. Oh, oh, Mary and Blackman. Oh, God bless you. God bless. Oh, let me turn your mic back on. But God bless you, Sister Blackman. God, are you, is your mic on? You good now? I'm that, good. Yeah, there you go. Now I can hear you. God bless you, Sister Blackman. My, my chat box refreshed, so I lost everything. That's why I was asking. Okay. All right. All right. All right, man. We are excited. Again, man, look, uh, we had a great time yesterday. Uh, just thankful, man, that we were able to get out uh, and enjoy our uh, sizzling summer saved and sanctified uh, soul-saving spectacular shindig on yesterday. Solstice. Solstice. Summer solstice. Summer solstice. Yeah, yeah. Summer soul solstice spectacular sizzling summer. <laughs> yeah, all of that. Yeah. Uh, that was yesterday, man. If you all did not get a chance to come by, I know I know the rain. Look, I know for a fact that the oh, rain... she got it. That's... <laughs> Marion did what you asked. Did she? Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Acts twenty six. Save through circumstance. Oh, okay. Bless the Lord. Amen. Help me out. That's right. Help your brother. Help your brother. That's right. Help me because I missed. It. I, I knew the scripture. I just didn't know the title. That's awesome. Thank you. Um, we had a great time outside yesterday. Uh, man, we got the. Uh, we invited the Bronzeville community out to come hang out with us yesterday. Uh, it's probably, the, you know, outside of the vendor fair, uh, you know, it was the first thing that, you know, that we've done probably in some time over here uh, where people could just come out, hang, uh, listen to some good music and, and, and just enjoy themselves, man. And it was a great, great time. I was just excited to be outside uh, yesterday with the people, uh, our neighbors. Uh, it was good that, that our neighbors that we see when we're parking uh, quite often, our neighbors that we see when we're parking. Thank you. Our, our neighbors, those are both. Oh no, this is work. Uh, our neighbors that we see when we're parking, 
Uh, they come out, man, and they hung out with us yesterday. Uh, met the cutest little girl yesterday who took over the dance floor <laughs> in the middle of the street. Uh, it was great to see them yesterday. Some other neighbors who came by uh, and just came by, hung out, ate a little bit with us and drank a little pop, a little, little, little water. You know, we, we ain't had no real, you know, say that for the next party. Uh, uh, can we, we probably can't bring the margarita. That probably wouldn't be a good look. To bring the margarita machine to oh, the, no. to the outdoor oh, event. We start we charging at this point. <laughs> virgin, virgin. You didn't put in on this. Virgin. Because <laughs> you know I do have I have a full fledged operational margarita machine. That's too much information well, you got, for y'all. You, you know you got them. You got the trunk pushers. <laughs> the one who, one who keep going back to their trunk. Oh yeah, we had no, yeah 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 yeah. So you know what? It was refreshing not to have the trunk pushers. It was though. Because like you know, because then they get off their game and then and this stuff start like, lacking. Right, right, right. Like where you at? At the trunk. Right. <laughs> but no man, we had a good time man. A lot of people came out. The rain tried to keep people away, uh, but we stayed at it man. We had three. We had two big tents in the parking lot and not parking lot in the vacant lot across the street. Uh, table set out, man. Uh, Ebenezer came out. It was good to see some folks from Ebenezer who I hadn't seen in a while. Uh, they came out, and it was just good time, man. It was a good time. Again, thank you to the Bronzeville community. Thank you to Alderman Pat Dowell and her office uh, for helping us secure our permits uh, for the event. It was a great, great time, man. We we look, we danced, we wobbled a little bit. We got a lot of slide on. Uh, see, so let me tell you, we, and we did it in order. We danced for the Lord first, and then we came outside and just and just danced and kept dancing. So it was a good time, man. Uh, I did. I, I really enjoyed myself. I got a chance to play uh, some some. Look, I played some some music, music, huh? We was out there. We was getting it in, huh? We was having a real good time though. Uh, so it was fun, man. Thank you, thank you to all of those people here uh, at Ebenezer who did their parts uh, to make that thing a success, man. Big shout out, real quick. To my brother, uh, with from one of the best grill masters that I know, uh, Kevin Page and the U Chill. I'm just gonna give it all to him because he's by himself. U Chill We Grill showed up yesterday, man, and and parked and backed that big old grill up, man. With look, I I, I like the fact that the grill pull up and the meat is cooking. <laughs> It don't move, huh? It don't move. <laughs> like that this out my. I probably, I probably can't drive. It don't move. <laughs> I probably can't drive the the UGL we grill no, man. No, absolutely I, not. You think they would fire me if I was the driver? I'll fire you. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You think they would fire me if they? You say so. You saying so, me, so we you saying you, you, you saying my meat, you saying my meat would move if I was driving. We'll say this. We'll say this. Huh? <laughs> Get your grill on the fly, cause that's cause that's what it's gonna be on the fly. Look, man, I'm 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 excited. I love I love the fact, man. I like to see that big old grill uh, come out and 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 do and do what they do, man. It's just something about seeing the grill. Maybe it's just the man, the carnivore in me, but to see that thing pull up and him open up that 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 dough on that grill and and all you see is just meat. Ah. <laughs> Look, yeah, it was some corn on there, you know, and all that kind of stuff. Uh, was the vegetables on there? I just thought about that. We had vegetables. We had like four, ba- like three bags, two bags of big bags of vegetables that 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 was he was gonna put in the pan or something. I don't remember seeing them. I don't remember seeing no vegetables. I didn't know about the vegetables. I don't think they came out the freezer. I bet you they still downstairs. I just thought about that. <laughs> As they should be. <laughs> 
like you was gonna saute them on the grill and like season them up and make them like for a side. So like well, as they should. <laughs> you don't like you like vegetables. I like. Have we ever in the history of picnics that we have done had those vegetables, <laughs> real vegetables? Look, we were not responsible for the meat. I'm just simply saying. I just thought about the vegetables. Well, they were missing. A little salt, little, 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 you know, a little saute. It's all the stuff you eat, though. Let them stay missing. Because, you know, I don't eat. <laughs> oh, you just a mess. <laughs> I just don't, I don't eat cauliflower and that kind of stuff. Oh, there were some. Okay. All right. Marion had them. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, Praise I, the Lord, I, then. I missed them. I didn't get a rib. I did want to taste one rib, though. How much for one rib? <laughs> <laughs> I did want to give me a rib, but I missed out on the rib. I must say the little, the, um, the, 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 the Italian sausage was good. I was missing me a hot link. I was tempted to stop by the good old Mariano Mar, uh, Mario's and grab me a hot. I should have told you to stop and get it on your way. That's what I should. I was did. waiting on you to say. You <laughs> waiting on the text. I'm waiting on that text. Like, <laughs> You're like Tanya, can you just stop over there and give me a pound of uh, hot links? So he can throw you them knew up. you wanted them. I, I don't did. know why you played because I ain't wanted like because I knew I was gonna eat eat later because you know I can go in on hot links. And just be in it. There's nothing. Well, you know I love hot links. There's nothing wrong with a good hot link. <laughs> and when they spicy, <laughs> them ones from Mario's be over the top though. Them uh, hot ones. Somebody be over there. Like, <laughs> like, that's all the pepper you are gonna put in there. Huh? <laughs> they don't even let their ancestors. Say, ah, ah. <laughs> right. I got this. <laughs> right. Oh God! But yeah, it was it was it was a good time. It was good to see some people out, and uh, I can't wait until, like we say, bigger and better. Like in my in my brain, I'm a, I was telling Tanya earlier today. You know, I'm seeing stages and artists <laughs> performing and and making it a whole. Like on this corner, it could be huge, right here on this corner. It could be like huge, a fe- like a festival. Yeah, make it like a whole festival. Make it like a whole festival, and and just and just go all out. Uh, and 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 put it right there on in that in that lot, and and set it up, man. And and but then we'd have to block off the entire. Um, we'd have to block off more than just the, uh, for seating purposes. We have to block off like the entire like all of that corner, like all of it, <laughs> just to have seats. Like if you had a stage, like where you put, you know what I'm saying, seats and all that kind of stuff. But anyway, it, anyway, it was good, man. It was good, good, good. I enjoyed it. I hope everybody did too. If you missed it, I invited everybody to come out. Now, if y'all missed, oh, congratulations to all the winners. I should have had their names. I could have said their names. Uh, it's okay. You took the car. Them. It's all right. Yeah. So anyway, congratulations to all the winners. Uh, we gave away some great, great gifts, some gifts. Uh, those of you who won those Red Lobster gift cards, I'm waiting on my one cheddar butter biscuit. Cheddar Bay. Okay, that too. Cheddar Bay. You know, I got to add some stuff. Cheddar Bay butter right. and bay leaf biscuit. <laughs> That's not what they. That's not what it is. Mm-hmm. Bay butter brisket biscuit. That's mm. not. Oh, brisket. See what I'm saying? Uh huh. You felt it in your shando. Oh my. A barbecue brisket. Huh? E K O C. Huh? Come. <laughs> um. But yeah, if you won yesterday, uh, if you won the, the cheesecake factory gift card, God bless you. Um. You know, I'm not a. I've never been a big fan of cheesecake factory. I don't know why. I, I don't I don't know why because it is like a plethora of American food. Yeah, but I wasn't on. impressed with the food. And then let me go further. Okay, go I wasn't impressed with the cheesecake at the cheesecake okay, factory. You don't have to have the cheesecake. But I, if you're the cheesecake factory, no. shouldn't the one thing you named for you be good at? You've had you've had you've had the cheesecake factory cheesecake, correct? Yeah. 
Okay. There's nothing to go home and run. Hold on. Okay, go ahead. And you've had another cheesecake from not from a factory. Dana's cheesecake. How? Which one? Now, don't be biased. I'm, I, if I say the right answer, you're going to say that I'm being biased. No, you're so not. Because you can be honest. Okay. What do you want, sir? <laughs> what, what cheesecake was better? Yours. Because it was made with love. It's just delicious. See the way I you said add, it. See the way I said it. it I know. I, I heard you. In my, I know you heard yourself. In my deep voice, it was made with love. I guess. <laughs> but. <laughs> uh, Mary said, was there really a 40 inch? Yes. Yeah, it was a real 40 inch in there. Why did pick it for 40 inch? I watched him pay. No, I ain't watch you pay for. It. I watched you put it in my car. I still got the receipt. <laughs> yes, it was a forty inch TV. It was a forty inch monitor with the McDonald's menu on it. <laughs> right, I took it in from McDonald's and put it in the old Samsung box. <laughs> those TVs are light. If you talk about because it, it was just anybody yeah. can lift it. It was those yeah. TVs are very TVs light. TVs weigh nothing now. Yeah, they weigh nothing now. So yeah, plus when it's wrapped in a styrofoam, all nice and tight, just make it easy to carry. So, yeah. but yeah, I'm just not impressed with they um. I, I expected the cheesecake to be better. After my meal was okay, I wasn't gonna say I should say my meal was bad. The food was good. Again, we talking fifteen. Those, we talking probably fifteen like years ago. Cake factory do not like Grand Lux. Oh well, see, I, don't even, I don't even know if I've ever even been to Grand Lux. Wow. Yeah. Oh, in real life? I don't think so. Oh, well, <laughs> we're off on an adventure. Nah, I'm good. Yes, we are. No, I'm good. Yes, we are. No, I'm yes, good. You're going. It's up the top. Uh, won't be going. Um, uh, okay. Not, we'll see. Not going. All right. I want no Praise the Lord, looks. Felicia. <laughs> I don't want no grand looks. That's common people. I'm good. I'm good. That's like telling me you're taking me to the White Palace Grill. I'm good. There's yeah. nothing wrong with the White Palace Grill. Even though their breakfast is, I've had their breakfast before. It was not so they, you know, but I don't every, need to go to Grand Lux. You, everybody go to Grand Lux. You know, I'm not an everybody place type Okay, person. but you know, you can... Slum around and I do, know, but I slum around at places and, that everybody I don't don't and, don't slum around at. And 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 kick the can around. I'm, I'm I kick the can to other places that everybody don't go to that I don't think everybody go to. No, I'm not. Yep. Say whatever, I'm not going. All right, whatever. Going, I ain't going. Right. I ain't going. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can't make me go. <laughs> Oh God! We'll talk about it later this week. <laughs> I ain't. I, 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 we'll talk about it later this week. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. All right. Eight hundred. Boo. 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 Anyway, so we had a good time uh, yesterday. I saw uh, that our that in 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 Chicago that the um, our superintendent of police uh, went to go visit the White House. Uh, him and some other, excuse me, him and some other um, uh, police att- um, commissioners went to go and attend a, a crime summit uh, in in Washington D.C. Uh, I'm. I. It is what it is. I don't even know what to say about it. Uh, I do. I do believe that um, it, it's going to take more than than what the police can do. Uh, I'm not. I was never a fan of the defund the police deal. That's just stupid. Uh, it's just dumb. 
defunding the police. Just you know, it's like what what does that mean? Defund the police? Don't don't they can't get paid? I mean, I don't understand that. I never understood the, even the logic behind it. Um, but what I will say is this: uh, I don't believe pouring more money into the police department is the answer. How about that? Pouring more money into the police department isn't the answer. Uh, putting more money uh, into training, uh, as far as giving them some sort of training for the community, will that help? I don't know. Uh, but I, 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 believe, uh, I believe that um, there needs to be more money invested in those uh, programs that are in, the, in community programs. I think there needs to be more, more money in community programs. There needs to be more money in uh, uh, of those programs that are actually trying to do something different with children. I think there needs to be some money put into parenting programs. Uh, and the thing about it is the problem is Malaysian people don't feel like they would need to go. Like I can tell you in my, from my own experience uh, at the school that I work at that a lot of those parents probably need some kind of parenting program just based off of my interaction with them. They, they, because when you when you, when you hear a parent say, I don't know what else to do, but, but they prefaced, I don't know what else to do with, I gave you everything. I give you all, you got an Xbox, you got a PS5, you got Jordans, you got these, you got Yeezys. This is literally a conversation. I give you everything, and these are the grades you give me. That tell, that's telling me that your parenting skills are lacking. You can't tell me that you that, that give, giving them everything ain't ain't fixing the problem. How about not? <laughs> How about not supplying them with all of these rewards? That's what they are. I, I you know maybe maybe if 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 it started there. I know there's a lot of these kids who are raising themselves. I'm strictly talking about the ones that are living under adult roofs. How do we how do we get to those parents to connect to those children? How do we get to those parents to collect to to connect to those children so that we don't wake up and see forty shot and eleven fatally in the weekend of violence across the city? Even leading up to this morning, when a a a fifteen year old girl was shot in Inglewood while riding in the car. So, so we want to, you know, I'm not for defunding the police, but I'm not for giving the police more money. I'm not for giving them more money. You want to, you know, again, the police can only go so far. The mayor's office can only go so far. Y'all want curfews again? That's what y'all want? You think that's going to help? The, the nine o'clock curfew, shut down, shut down downtown, block all the exits. That's what that's what's gonna work. I mean, you know what what uh, your thoughts? Three two three eight seven zero four three seven five. That's the calling number. I mean, what what are you what are your thoughts? You 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 really think uh you really think that's going to to help change the 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 you, you think it's gonna shift the 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 paradigm for this city when it comes to the violence issues? People not committing violence with knives. They're not committing violence with baseball bats. It all it, it stems back to to households, and then secondly, it's the it's the ease of getting being able to put your hands on a handgun. It's it's it. it I, I'm making it sound simple, but it is. 
That's a good question, Felicia. When you have time, she's, I, mean, she's got, blah, 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 I got you earlier. Honor versus respect, one and the same or totally different. Uh, the context is parents and children, adult children. Hmm. See, I know, I know where, where um, when we get the whole thing um, about respecting your parents, uh, um, you know, where, where the Bible talks about honor your mother and your father, I believe that's in, uh, um, I think it's Ephesians, uh, it says children obey your parents. Uh, for this is right, honor your mother and father. Uh, Exodus 20 also says, I think, Exodus 19, 20, one of Exodus 20, I believe, says, honor your, honor your father, your mother and father, so your days uh, will be long, right? Uh, it, it, so, again, but the Bible also says, mothers, tells the parents, don't uh, bring your children to anger. Don't don't force your children into anger. Don't bring your children to wrath. So there's a mutual respect that has to go there. I'm gonna say this. I believe that the people who birth you in the world deserve the respect for birthing you, the honor for birthing you into the world. I think whether or not they were a parent makes two different things. I don't think birthing a child makes you a parent. It makes you either a, a egg or sperm donor, one or the other. I think parenting comes from your involvement with your child. And then from there, the, the, the amount of respect that you have for that parent is different when that parent was actively a part of your life. Mothers and fathers. I think the respect part comes as you get of age and you think back to what he or she did for you and the sacrifices that he or she made for you. Now, a lot of parents, you know, I, I, I want to say that the majority of parents probably are great, but then you have some who were just, just that. They were just a, uh, a life, they were just a vessel by which the Lord used to get you here. Other people raised you. Other people raised you, maybe other family members, maybe, uh, 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 you know, unfortunately, the street raised some of our people. Unfortunately, television raised some of our people. And then when you get to be a parent, when you get older, uh, when your children become older, how they talk to you, how they treat you is a reflection on what you meant to them in their lives, right? Right? So if your relationship is strained, go back to the beginning. It didn't start when you became an adult. That relationship was already like that from childhood, right? My relationship with my mom is different than my relationship with my son. And there's a huge gap there because my mom was always there. With my son, there was a large gap that was there. Large gap that was there, right? And so now that relationship that there is there is a uh, um, the residue of that gap is still there, right? So so it's not a a a, a it's not disrespectful, right? Not not to if there there's no disrespect there, but there is a lack of um uh um. Uh, we use the term honor, 
right? When you use the term honor, I believe there's a lack of honor there. And that comes from a place of, you know, well, you know, I, I feel like this, or I feel like that. So why should I, you know, so you have to be, you have to, you have to, you have to live in a place where, you know, when, when, it, when, when you use terms like honor, it means, do you honor your name? Right. Do you honor your name? Do you ever want to bring shame to your house? You know, like uh, in, 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 in medieval times. And if you were ever a Game of Thrones fan, a fan, your house mattered. Your sigil, right? Your emblem. That's what it sigil means. Your emblem, whatever your your house emblem was. Do you want to always bring honor to your house? So if your name is Johnson, if your name is Robertson, if your name is Wilson, if your last name is King, whatever your name is, do you want to dishonor your name? And you can bring dishonor to your name by what you, by what you do in the street or by what people see when they see you coming or what, what reputation you're building off of your name. You can ruin a house, a name, right? So you can cause dishonor to a name, dishonor. There's a difference between dishonoring and disrespecting. So, Felicia, I, 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 I appreciate the question. Thank you for that. I like that. Um, because there is, there is, a, there, 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 there is a, 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 a stark difference uh, between the two. So, you know, uh, uh, when you talk about you know the, the 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 differences between the two. There there can be there there can be some um, uh, to honor somebody. You know is is more to 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 uh, show value, right? Recognition, value uh, for for a person, right? Um, honor when 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 somebody says the term honor, or if you look at the other words for honor, honor 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 uh, means honest, upright. Um, excellence of character, right? And so you honor that, 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 that's the noun or, or slash other ways you can, you can say it. Um, uh, but it's also a, a, what is it? A, a, it's a symbol, it's a symbol, a semblance of praise, right? Um, or praiseworthiness, right? So if somebody says, I'm going to honor you with this award, I'm going to honor you with this, whereas respect is an attitude. Respect is an attitude you have for someone. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Respect is an attitude that you have for someone, right? Uh, respect is, uh, is 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 an action word, right? It, it, it's 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 what you uh, uh, it, it's the way you possibly greet somebody with respect, right? It's like using somebody's title. Right, it's 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 respecting them uh, as a you know Mister or Miss, Sir or Ma'am. Right, that that's that's respect. Right, uh, um, you know, uh, some like when when like if somebody is out is in the military and he's a colonel, I don't know that I'm not a military person, right? So I'm not gonna call you Colonel so and so. Because I'm not, you know, or, or, or general so-and-so, because I'm not in the military. That, that, those are military honors. I'm not saying you don't deserve because you did the work to get it. But, you know, you, you, I, I'm, I'm a civilian, right? So civilians don't, I don't, I'm not under, I'm not under military rule. 
right? I'm not, I'm not under, I'm not under military rule. Which one is more important? I think it depends on the person, Felicia. Right, you can honor our, and this is the deal. And I've always said this too. Okay, you said about the president. You can respect the office. You don't even have to honor the former president. You respect the office of president. So out of respect to the office of president, you rise when he comes in the room. But based off his behavior, he does not deserve honor. Mm. See what I'm saying? You honor, you honor the office that he held or that he was holding. Like right now, he is former president. So he no longer gets anything because he no longer holds the office. Right? And he did, he did nothing to garner the honor of more than half of the people in this country. You can respect the office. You can respect the office. It's just like, you know, you, 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 you could be a, um, you, it's, it's, it's like with anybody who holds a position. You know, I said this, and I, we've done articles on this, uh, we've done articles on this on this show, you know, about like the length of time it takes for someone to become your pastor. You, let, 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 let's say you've been a member of a church for 10 or 15 years, and a new person comes in to be, and, and is either elected or appointed as the pastor. He or she becomes the pastor of the church. So you respect them because they now hold the office as pastor and the title as pastor. That does not instantly make them your pastor, right? Because if the previous pastor put in the work, put in the, 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 the time and, to, 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 you know, and, 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 and pastored you, shepherded you he or she was your pastor right and so then even if that person leaves and goes to another church or whatever they, they that doesn't make them less any less your covering you understand what i'm saying doesn't make them any less your covering because watch this no pastor can pastor themselves i wish i had some help I wish I had some help. No, no, no pastor can pastor themselves. Every pastor, let me rephrase that, every good pastor should have a pastor. Right? That's just like a psychiatrist or a therapist uh, be, be, being their own therapist, right? No doctor can perform his or her own surgery on, him, on, their, on themselves. So, 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 it, so when it comes to that, that honor and respect, you know, you respect them. You don't want to, you don't disrespect them because at the end of the day, they're, they're, they still hold that title of president or pastor or boss, even your boss, your direct report, your supervisor, they are your supervisor. So you respect them for holding the title of your supervisor. You could have been at the company for, for 20 years. And, and all of a sudden, this new young person comes in, and he or she is now your supervisor. They're your supervisor. So you respect them for, you respect the position that they hold. Honor is different. Honor is different. There's an award there. There's some prestige there. They didn't get that just because they got the title. 
You can't become supervisor today and win supervisor of the year next week. Why? Because you haven't put in any work. Come on now. So it does matter. It does matter. It does matter. It does matter. Uh, but thank you for that, Felicia. I appreciate that, man. That's good. As, as always, as always. I, I like when y'all take me somewhere that I wouldn't plan on going, but I appreciate that. Because somebody probably needed to hear it. So I appreciate that. Um, that's always welcome. But again, always, you guys, you know, y'all can always hit me with something. I don't have, I, and again, I, I'm not saying I'm, 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 I'm right, but I am, um, I'm going to say it like this. I'm well read. <laughs> I read a lot. So so in my in my in my in my reading in my reading I, I take the time and I've I've read enough on uh leadership and honor and respect to know uh when there is a um uh um uh, when there when there when 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 there's when when it's earned like I learned I learned as a child um something about you know respect and 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 leadership, uh, and and I I, I I that's what I love about y'all know the movie, what's the movie with Denzel and the football team? Uh, remember the Titans. Remember the Titans, and remember the two kids that were uh, at odds. Uh, I'm always he gonna always be uh, uh, what's my man name? He always gonna be Avon Boxdale. <laughs> 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 but y'all remember my man was it Wood Harris? Is that his name? Yeah. I think it is Wood Harris. But Wood Harris and the white guy that was the other guy on the other team, he was the white guy that was on the same team, but he was on, you know. Mm-hmm. And when they had their whole argument, their first, their confrontation, and, and the white guy told him, he was like, you, you, you're horrible on the field. He said, you only play for you. You only do this, and you're selfish. And you, he said, you got all the talent in the world, but you do the same thing over again. You only play for you. you. You leave your team hanging and all of that. And then he was like, you got a horrible attitude. And the black guy's response, his name was Julius in the movie. He said, attitude reflects leadership. I never thought about that until I saw the movie about four, t- four times, four years later. Attitude reflects leadership. If you want to look at the attitude of the people that are, for lack of a better word, subordinate to you, I don't like to use the term underneath, so I'll say subordinate, meaning that report to you, because I don't like the term work for either. Uh, but the, your, your team attitude reflects leadership. So if your team has got a bunch of attitudes, uh, if it's the dysfunctional, if it's, if it's, um, if it's lackluster or whatever, you have to look at yourself, right? I, I remember as a, as, as, as a manager, and again, I appreciated those. I hated them, but I appreciated those Fred Pryor seminars. <laughs> we used to always Comcast used to make us go to them all the time, and then when I was at Bank One, they did the same thing. I, it, it was a crazy thing, because, but it forced you to look at your leadership style. And what was it, right? You had, to, you had to sit there and really figure out, well, what is my leadership style? What type of leader are you? Because you can say your hands off, and that just could be lip service, right? Because you can say your hands off and really be a secret micromanager, right? Or you could be the exact opposite. You can be 
you you can say, oh, I, I like to know everything, but then you don't. And then, you know, you, you kind of, so, you, you're so hands off that everything is going in disarray. And then you want to act a fool when it's not. You know what I'm saying? It, it, we have to be careful. That's why it's so important to, you know, and, and a lot of times we don't know our leadership styles because we've never taken the time to really find out. And leading people is so different than, than, than anything you've ever, you'll ever do in life. It's different than anything you'll ever do in life. I thank God for uh, uh, George, uh, George Page, uh, my band director in high school. I thank God for him because you, you, you know, when you, when you, and, and, and I'm, I'm going to move on, but um, when you are, so you can quote the scripture about honor your mother and father without using the word honor so I can explain. <laughs> so can I quote? <laughs> oh God, Felicia, you got me hollering. You got me hollering. Uh, uh, you know, it, it, <laughs> let me say it like this. Let me say it like this. If you go to uh, uh, honor your mother and father, that's in Exodus, right? Let's 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 do it like this: honor your mother and father. Uh, let me let me do it like this. Let's go to honor your mother and father. Let's let so let's let's go to the let's go to it, right? Uh, where is that? Uh, let's see, Exodus. Where's Exodus twenty and twelve? Exodus twenty and twelve. Uh, honor your mother and father so your day. Okay. So th- now, now, mind you, honor your mother and father uh, so that you'll live a long time in the land God to give you. This is, this is part of the, the, um, uh, uh, the Ten Commandments, right? Right? This, this, is, this, is, this is a part of the Ten Commandments. So if you're going to look at it that way, now the Message Bible says honor your mother and father so that you'll live along in the land, uh, live a long time in the land that God your God is giving you, right? So here's the deal. You can't, don't use, uh, don't, people should not try to manipulate the language, right? When the Bible says honor, it literally means, in that particular terminology, it literally means respect. It literally means to respect. Right, it just simply means respect. It, 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 it means, look, you don't have to now, now, now. If if you don't have the best parents in the world, you respect them for being your parent, for being your birth giver. Right, which means no matter how angry you get, you're not going to you're not going to curse your mother and your father out. I don't care how horrible of a parent they might have been. That's now dishonoring them. That's being disrespectful. Right? So you want, you want, you want to make sure that we, you know, it's, it's, it's one of those things that you never outgrow. Right? So when Paul says it, like, for instance, when Paul says it in Ephesians, uh, uh, as part of what, when he was reminding them, uh, he's, you know, he, he's talking about, uh, uh, it, first of all, it's important. Let's remember that, right? Because, again, there's difference between honor, obedience, and respect. I threw obedience in there. <laughs> I, I, I threw obedience in there. Because you should never obey any, any, anything that's sinful. You should never obey anything that's sinful. Can you quote? 
What do you, Felicia? Call in because I'm 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 reading your uh your 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 your, your message. Help me understand what it is you trying to get me to say that I might not say. <laughs> and why are we doing that, y'all? Hey, look, we going <laughs> I'm about to take a quick break. I'm gonna take a real quick break. Uh, and when we come back, I'm gonna get into Felicia. Felicia, go ahead and call in, and then we can go a little bit further. Uh, we can go a little bit further into uh, into our uh, our our conversation. I like it though. I like it. I like it. I like it. Uh, we can go a little bit a little bit further uh, into our conversation. Uh, but look, we are gonna do this. I'm on. I'm on. I'm on. I'm gonna go back, y'all. Let's have an old school, uh, as they call it, tent revival around here. Let's let's come on, band. Y'all ready? Y'all good? Y'all help me out? All right. Come on. We gonna we gonna get it in here and, and we gonna get it in. Come on, y'all. Let's go one time. Come on, y'all ready? Come on, let's hit it. Let's hit it. Let's go. Come on. Come on. Go ahead and play it in. Come on, come on, come on, come on. We're going to have a tent revival. Huh? They playing, y'all. They playing. Huh? Huh? But can y'all get in my key, though? Y'all know it ain't my key. Come on. Give me that. Boy, you good. You good, boy. There it is. All right, all right. Did Felicia call in? Let's see. She did not. Okay. All right, all right. Bless y'all, bless y'all, bless y'all, bless y'all. We are coming on back. Thank you all. You're listening to the DTLO radio show, our Mission on Monday show. We're having a great conversation. Uh, one of our listeners, Felicia, hit us with this uh, great uh, 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 question. You know, I like open questions. That's what we do. Um, she said, do you need me to call? <laughs> I asked you to call in and help me understand what your question was. Uh, Patricia Butt says, 
Well, let me do this first. Felicia, one of our listeners, asked the question, uh, honor versus respect, one and the same or totally different. Uh, and the context is parents and children versus adult children. So we were having that conversation. I thank you. I like the fact we do have an open forum. We will talk about pretty much anything. Uh, Pat Patricia Butt says this. I think many people use honor and respect as synonyms. The problem is, is that many people, especially young people, confuse the act of giving respect a little bit Confuse the act of giving respect with liking or disliking, and they feel they can make a public display of their feelings toward a person they dislike without reaping the consequences. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Okay. I see that. I see that. Yeah, I, I think there is a difference. Um, you know, we're in, the, we're in an age now where a day and time where, you know, we're telling kids, well, it's okay to express yourself. Yeah, but that don't mean you get to flip over a table. <laughs> that, that, that don't mean you get to throw a book at the teacher or throw an iPad or, 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 or break apart a laptop because you're angry. That, that's not what that means. That, that, in no way does that mean that. So, I, yeah, I hear you, and I, and I agree. Uh, okay, she says she's calling. I got you whenever you get there. Um, but you don't? Yeah, so uh, I think I think a lot of times we 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 it it is misinterpreted. It is very much so misinterpreted. So I'm just not um, uh, I'm I'm not a fan of. I, I I appreciate everybody should be able to express their feelings, but I think if it if it's taught properly at an early age, see we're trying to we're trying to convince you know four, 13 and fourteen year olds that have been throwing tantrums forever that it that it's okay to express your feelings. Because nobody checked those tantrums at an early age, right? So when we, you know, so so so, it, I mean, it, it's it's just one of those things where we got to do a better job of 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 making sure that we're teaching our children uh, the right way uh, for, to honor and respect adults, right? So so like even in the Bible, like so you know like why you know somebody might say, well why should I why should I uh, respect or, or honor my parents. See the re- okay. So let's talk about it from this way. The relationship with our parents is significant to the point because it's the first earthly relationship that's addressed in the commandments, right? And it's <clears throat> it's the only relationship that comes with a blessing from God. So it's okay, right? But again, it's one of those things where. Where again, it's if it, again, parents is the key word. Parents, parents. Again, it's, it's a lot of ways we can. It's a lot of ways uh, that we can, we can, we can, we can, we can, we can deal with this. So uh, I think I got Felicia on the line. Ms. Felicia, are you there? I'm here. Volume. Can you hear me? We can, we can, we, we, nope, not that. Hold on, Felicia. Let me kill okay. myself. I'll kill my voice over here. Let's see. Are you there? I'm here. Oh, there you are. All right. So I was trying to help answer your question. Let's try it again. What you got? So what you, okay. you, you were trying to say you want to put something, make it plain, or put it into uh, a way of doing it without using the word honor? So help me out. Because I think I got confused. Right, in right. Way. Okay, so what I was asking was to quote the scripture without, you know how, you, you know, when you're in school, they'd be like, okay, now you know the word, use it in the sentence or something, or explain it, or use uh-huh. another word. 
that means the same thing. So I was saying, quote the scripture out without using the word honor. Like, it means this. You see what I'm saying? Oh, okay. Okay. I get you. It's, it's, and the okay. reason I asked the question was because I had a family over this weekend. Oh, Lord. And so, oh, Jesus. Pray, man. Oh, praise <laughs> the Lord. Thanks. But anyway. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> and so... One of my nephews, he went to his uncle's house. Very, mm-hmm. very minor. Just to me, it was totally minor. Mm-hmm. And um, I usually don't say anything about, you know, what other people he is, even if they relate to me. I'll stay in my lane unless somebody asks me. So my nephew was at his uncle's house. So he had a nice Bluetooth speaker. And he let us, you know, they were there for a couple of days, and, you know. So when they left, he took the speaker. So he's like, uncle, keep calling me, ask me about the speaker. And so I was like, why do you keep asking you about your speaker? He was like, I don't know. It's my speaker, you know, because the kids came and stayed at my house. And so his mother was here, and she mm-hmm. said, it's, that's disrespectful. The Bible say, honor, first of all, that's an uncle, not a mother and a father, but go ahead. Come on now. That's, disre- that's disrespectful. He's not supposed mm-hmm. to take nothing, you know, if, it's, if, if, his uncle, if his uncle asked for it. And I was just, like, blown away. Like, so we got this deep discussion about honor versus uh, respect, and I'm like, I just mm-hmm. don't think they want in the same. Honor to me is I, re- I, I reverence you, I yep. acknowledge you, mm-hmm. but I can disagree with what you're saying. That does not mean because a lot of times when when, when I even when I say something to my mother, and I'm a 42 year old woman, she's like, mm-hmm. if I would say honor, no, 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 you can't have my pot. I'm not dishonoring you. I'm not being disrespectful. Right. I ain't gonna yeah. pay for that. With my, the Bible say honor. No. So when you when you look at when you look at honor, so it, it again and and Pat made reference to uh, <clears throat> using honor and respect as a synonym. So you have to look at it as a couple ways. So if you're using honor as a noun, right? We not no, we're not giving an English lesson right now today. But if you use honor as a noun, uh, it, you know it's it's it's, it's uh, uh, show high respect or great esteem. That's in that particular way, or or privilege or or pay tribute to. Right. Uh, but if, then if you use it as a verb, though, if using it as a verb, then now you're talking about admiration or like you said, reverence or just showing value. Uh, so it's, it's, right. it's showing value in, in 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 that particular person. You can show I can I can show. I can show you I, I can be disagreeable and not be dishonorable. Right. right, like right. you said, I can, I can disagree. We should be able to, and this is in any relationship, whether it be with your parent or whoever, we should be able to right. disagree and not be disrespected. Right. We right. should be able to have we should be able to have disagreements and not feel like you're being disrespected. And a lot of people who who feel that way, and I know this for a fact, there are some adult parents right now who feel like yep. if you disagree, if their child disagrees with them, uh, uh, then they are being disrespectful. And right. and we've come to find out that mama and daddy don't know every doggone thing. Nope. Right? So one of the things that I appreciate is is parents who recognize that, you know, they're, because based off of the learning, and now, let, now watch this, I don't care how many degrees I get, my mother is still my mother, right? Yeah. But, but a lot of times my mother will ask me, you know, to, if, if, if my mother is doing something and I say, you know, hey, you know, that, that, that's not the right way to do that. 
she doesn't get angry with me for telling right. her that the right way because there is a mutual respect. She's respecting me on an adult level, and it, and me disagreeing with her is not is not tarnishing her position of honor right. as my mother. Right. So so a lot of times that the, those people who get so easily offended, there's some insecurity there as either a parent, a spouse or whoever. There's some insecurity there because, well, 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 if, if you don't agree with me on this, then, then you don't agree with me on nothing or, or, right. or you have a right. problem with me. No, I just got a problem with what you just did. We good. I just don't like what you just did. <laughs> yeah. But again, absolutely. There, there, there is the, there is the weather misconception. So, yeah. Uh, what All you right, can do. Is, up. I'll be back on the show. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> uh, but thank you for calling in. But yeah, you all. That's that is the that is the, the 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 crux of it, man. We have to be careful with that because a lot of times we can honor the wrong people. Mm. Huh. A lot of times we can show enough honor the wrong people and 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 get ourselves in trouble. And place and place our our loyalties, thinking you know, thinking we're being you being being you find yourself being loyal to loyal to foolishness, right? All right, all right. What time is it? It is eight oh five. Let me see. Did I cover everything that we missed? I know the Stellar Wars was this weekend. Uh, I, I heard that they were this weekend, but then I I I think I, I they didn't come on. They they just they just um they were recorded. Uh, this weekend. They were recorded this weekend, um, but they're going to air, I think, in August. They were last night uh, and uh, in, uh, were they still in Vegas? Uh, but, they, but they were last night and uh, quite a few people won some awards. Uh, so good. You know, congratulations to all of them uh, who, who won some awards. Let me see. Let me see. Let's see. Let me take a peek. Uh, Artist of the Year, Pastor Mike Jr. I don't even know what he sings. Interesting. Uh, Song of the Year, Something Has to Break by Kiara Sheard and Tasha Cobb. Male, vocal, male Vocalist of the Year, Jonathan McReynolds. I can see that. Female Vocalist of the Year, Tasha Cobb Leonard. Hmm. That's interesting. I wonder who the other nominees were. Uh, group or Duo of the Year, the Clark Sisters. Really? They had something new? The Clark Sisters, did not know that. New Artist of the Year, Maverick City Music. Uh, album of the Year, Maverick City Music, Volume 3, Part 1. What album is that? I need to look and see what that is. Maverick City Music. Out. Who is on this? Uh, who is, what songs are these? Holy Ghost, Love is a Miracle. I am. I feel so late to the party. Hmm. Okay. Let's listen to some of this. All right. Let's keep going. Uh, who else? Who else? Who else? Who else? Choir of the year. <laughs> JJ Harrison and youthful praise. Live, 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 live. I knew that was gonna happen. Uh, contemporary group. No, that's just choir of the year. Uh, producer of the year. Jonathan McReynolds. Hmm. Contemporary duo or group of the year. Uh, Anthony Brown and group therapy. Okay. Traditional group or duo of the year. Clark Sisters. Contemporary male vocal of the year, Jonathan McReynolds. Traditional male vocal, Donnie McClurkin. Contemporary female vocal of the year, Tasha Cobb Leonard. Traditional female of the year, Jacqueline Carr. So she won for traditional female. And Tasha Cobb won for contemporary female. 
interesting. So they're considering Jekyll and Kai as a traditional female gospel singer? Huh? Your mic is off. It sounds traditional. Oh, you ain't got it no yeah, way. When she uh she she does have a she does she got a uh, It's an old soul. Yeah, she be going in though. Traditional yeah, album of the so. year, changing your story, Jekyll and Kai. Okay. Music video of the year uh was Tasha uh, no, Kiara Shear, something has to break. Traditional choir of the year, we already know who won that. Ricky Dillard. <laughs> and rap a hip hop gospel album of the year, Pastor Mike Jr. I don't know who that is. Called Big Freedom. You ever heard of that? Uh, no. Any, any of y'all ever heard of Big Freedom? Anybody? Anybody heard of Big Freedom? And I know I'm. I, I might just be. Uh, oh, the song I asked you to play. Uh, you getting? You keep getting better, Maverick City. Oh, you did a while back. Okay. Okay. Help a brother out, because y'all know my memory is bad. <clears throat> uh, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. Interesting, interesting. Okay, okay. I I, I, I did not know that's who Big, uh, big. I don't know anything about Big Freedom, but okay, I'm, I'm, I'm good with it. I am good with it. All right, y'all, we're going to keep it going, traditional group of the, um, or it's according to P.J. Morton. Interesting. Okay. Okay. All right. All right, y'all. Look, so we got, we got, we got, we got. We, we were, last week, Monday, we were having a great conversation with you guys, right? Great conversation. Uh, and we were talking about uh, this great subject uh, from last week. And we only got through, what, four, four of the pieces? Yes. We only got through four of the eight. Uh, and it's simply entitled, uh, eight habits of Christians who live out their faith daily, not just on Sunday. Uh, and that thing got so good, but time got away from us, and I didn't want to just leave it until y'all to finish it on y'all own. Uh, so I thought I would just come on back to it, man, and knock this thing out today. Um, but it is a really good uh, conversation, man. And so we gonna just keep uh, we gonna keep the party going, as they say. Uh, I want to jump back on some of the other ones real quick, and then we'll jump into it. So, again, eight habits of Christians who live out their faith every day, not just uh, on Sunday. Uh, the first one was uh, people who live out their faith have restorative times built into their days. What that simply talked about was having some time to sit still uh, 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 and be quiet uh, uh, and, and, and just talking to God having some time to, for, for restoration. That was the first one. That was the first one uh, from last week. Then we have, then we have uh, number two, was people who live out their faith don't see service to others as a special designated time, meaning you don't just use one time uh, 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 to be of service. You don't say, I'm only going to be nice to people on the food pantry day, and I'm going to treat people like crap the rest of the week. Or I'm only going to be nice for the two hours of food pantry service, but then I'm going to go back to not being nice to people. I'm not, I'm not going to be of service to people any other time, right? Or Sundays. I'm not only good. I'm only going to do this on Sundays, right? Uh, so so I, I like this. Uh, he, I like the writer. The author says this. He says he never saw love as something to schedule. Man, he never saw love as something to schedule. Love should not be something we schedule. Love should be a reflex. That was, that was the line right there. 
Love should not be something we schedule. Love should be a reflex. But that was number two. Number three says, number three says, uh, people who live out their faith consider character when everyone else considers outcome. Right? So, so we ought to look at the character, not the outcome. Right? Because watch this. You could be probably one of the meanest people in the world. Should we, should we hold you in high esteem because you write the biggest tithing check? Or because you give the biggest offering? Because in real life, you happen to be a butthole? In real life, you happen to be arrogant and ignorant and full of yourself? But because you write the biggest check, we hold you in high esteem? I like this. The writer says, the people who live out their faith daily always keep an eye on their character. And I said this uh, from my former pastor. He told me this all the time. Always guard your character. Guard your character. Number four. Number four. The fourth one from last week says, people who live out their faith cultivate and sharpen community in all contexts. And he says, uh, people who do this, they intentionally create community everywhere. They form a community everywhere they go. He says, creating community is about adding value to people's lives. It recognizes that people are not to be used, but loved. Can I say that again? Creating community is about adding value to people's lives. It recognizes that people are not to be used, but loved. That's good. That's good. All right, so let's pick it up. Let's pick it up. Let's pick it up. So this week, this week, this week, we're doing part two, part two, part two, part two of eight habits of Christians who live out their faith daily, not just on Sunday. Number five, number five says this, people who live out their faith honor their roles to the best of their ability. Ooh, Ooh. people who live out their faith honor their roles to the best of their ability. This is what the writer says. <clears throat> he says, I have a friend uh, once, uh, I had a friend once have me list out all of my roles in life. It was hard for me to think through it at first, but he seemed to be able to do it easily. He says, this ease was the result of him constantly being aware of his roles and how he served in them, how he loved as a husband, how he served as an employee, and how he cared as a father. Oftentimes, we can be blind to our roles, but Jesus calls us to glorify him in these roles. That means choosing to be excellent in our roles. We can't let them slip by unnoticed any longer. That's heavy. That's real heavy, y'all. That's real heavy. People who live out their faith honor their roles. So that means in every title you carry, Right. See, a lot of us, we, we want to honor our roles as a preacher or as a pastor, as a minister. Right. I'm going to honor that role. I'm going to walk in it. <clears throat> but we suck as a husband. We suck as a father or you want to honor your role as a manager on the job. I'm in charge. Right. I'm a great teacher. But I'm a horrible companion. I'm a great teacher. I'm a great coworker, but I'm a horrible friend, right? Friend is a title, 
No matter how many you have, it's a title. It's a role that we all have. If you are a brother, what, how do you, what, 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 would you, what would you grade yourself as a brother? In your role as a sibling, how would you grade yourself in your role as a sibling? How would you grade yourself in, 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 in your role as a mother, in your role as a father, compared to your other roles? Maybe you're a great entrepreneur, a great business person. But your interpersonal skills are horrible. Something to think about. Something to think about. There, 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 there is, a, there is a, 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 a stark line that has to be drawn where we define, where we see the excellence in all of our roles. And the writer sticks a, he, 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 the conviction is real. He says, oftentimes we can be blind to our roles. We might not recognize that, yeah, we're a great preacher and a great teacher, but we suck as a friend and we can become blind to it because we think because we're leading a congregation or we're leading an office or we're leading a company or we're doing these things that we're so great at them, but we're blind to the fact that in these other areas we're lacking. I remember, I remember my, 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 my former pastor, Ray Williams, said this. He said, I'll tell you, I don't know if you remember this. He was, in the, he was in the pulpit, and he said he, said, uh, he had a confession to make uh, that he was a horrible husband. And the reason he said it was because he says, I've been cheating on my wife with my cars. I don't know if you remember that. He said, I've been cheating on my wife with my cars. He says, because I spend all of my free time underneath a car. Because he was big on restoring old pieces of junk. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> junk. <laughs> but he was big on, he was big on, uh, you, you know, you're not on your mic. Uh, but it's okay. <laughs> he, he was big on restoring cars. Uh, but he, he said that, that was his getaway. And and so he, he said he was, you know, and not that he was a bad, but he just said at times he felt, he said it took him to realize that he was spending all of his extra time doing these things. Because we can be so, we can be so great at some things and be so tunnel vision that we neglect some of the other roles that we have. So again, uh, a lot of these things, I mean, you watch this. Well, what, what if you're a sibling? You could be a great son or a great daughter, but be a horrible brother or a horrible sister. <laughs> you can love your parents like crazy, but you don't show that same love to your brother and sister. In all of your roles, there should be excellence. In all of your roles, there should be excellence. Number six, number six, this is good, this is good. Again, we're talking about 88888 habits of Christians who live out their faith every day and not just on Sunday. Number six says people who live out their faith see the significance in small moments. Mm. People who live out their faith see the significance in small moments. The writer says this. He says another friend named Bill 
uh, will not miss the opportunity to chat with the person uh, bagging his groceries about Jesus. He's aware that small, mundane uh, things can have an extraordinary significance. This shift in perspective is honestly difficult for me to maintain, the writer says. He says, I can't see everyday things as being bigger than, they, than what they are. Instead, I think that in order to serve God, I have to fly to a foreign country and play with kids less fortunate. But he says, Bill doesn't see it that way. Bill sees opportunities to serve God in the small things. And maybe that's what Jesus meant when he said, be faithful in the little things. Luke 16 and 10. Can we talk about that? I understand why it's easy to have a perspective that bigger is better. Right? We went from an age of uh, cell phones being massive, these big mobile devices that came in bags, that then returned from bags to bricks, then from bricks to flip phones, then from big flip phones to little flip phones, then from non-flip phones to little devices uh, with screens to touch screens uh, uh, to small little bitty touch screens to now people have cell phones the size of this dog on many iPad. <laughs> I don't think they got a phone this big, do they? If they do, that's it. I hope not. That Apple iPhone, remember that big Apple iPhone, that one that Pastor had, Pastor uh, 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 Ray had, that big one. Yeah, the iPhone. Pastor Ray, yeah. The they all had iPhones, the big ones. Oh, like man. it was the whatever, man, if Jalen ain't on here. At one point, it was an iPhone that was so big, it was ridiculous. No, but we had one guy, it was Enos friend. Uh-huh. <laughs> And this is before we all started having like 9.7 yeah, screens. Yeah. I promise you came out with a tablet and he was on it. And I'm like, what? <laughs> right. It's like we went from, you know, you know, like, hey, you know, you can't see the person's face on this thing. I was like, and just imagine carrying this on your hip. Though. And what I didn't like about it was, I was like, I was like, you let you know, letting everybody see who you call it and everything else like that. Like, you know, because I'm all about, you know, eh. <laughs> Turn that screen off so, you know, I'm, I'm the talking. The brightness. Right. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 but we got to this point where we thought bigger is better. But I think missing out on the opportunities to do the small things right. Before you want to jump to the big thing, do the small things right. I say that a lot. Yeah. Because we always want to do, I mean, I'm, I'm one who always wants to do something bigger and better. You know, hey, yeah, go for it, go for it. But can we get the small things right? I mean, could you imagine your church, say you have a dysfunctional choir or a dysfunctional music department, but they want to throw a choir concert. Why? Y'all can't, y'all can't show up on time. Y'all can't even get y'all uniform together. You don't know what colors you're wearing. When y'all say y'all wearing a color, y'all wear something different. You say you're going to rehearse and you don't. But because it's on the calendar, you want to throw a choir concert. No, that's dysfunctional. Show me you can get Sundays right before you want to throw a choir concert. 
praise team. Show me y'all can act right together, and I ain't got to break up a fight before you talking about the praise team want to give a concert, a praise and worship concert. No! Get Sunday right. Get the little things right. But I want to, I want to, I want to, I want to set a an evangelical calendar where we go out and evangelize. Can we evangelize at home first? Are we evangelizing with the people we leave at our house when we come to church on Sunday? I wish I had some help. Let's get that part right. Let's go out and 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 and, and let's go evangelize and grab some new people and 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 garner some new people and, and love on some new people. Can we love on each other right first? I'm not saying we got to get along. I ain't saying we got to go out and break bread every Sunday. But can I can I look you in your eye and speak to you and keep it moving on Sunday? Can we do that much? Because if I can't do it to you, what makes you think I'm going to do it to the new person? Or are we only nice to new people until we find out a reason or we think we got a reason not to like them? <laughs> I'm just trying to talk like I talk. I'm just asking a question. <laughs> huh? It's just now. I asked for too much? Yeah. Why? <laughs> Why I asked for I too much? I just that all in my spirit. What? I stepped on a toe? What I, I do? I, yeah, you did. <laughs> I, and, I, and, I am a, and I am a resounding... No. <laughs> Why not? Because. Come on, help me out. Help me out. Let me help. Because sometimes you. I'm gonna eat a cheese it while you talk. Usually comes from. You. Um, the, the the speaking to someone usually comes from uh previous previous engagements, and so like you know after a while you know what like after a while you, you don't resuscitate that. Like you know, just like when Pastor had to make y'all separate. You can, some some things you can't resuscitate. Some things need to be D, D, DOA, dead on arrival, do DNR, all of that. So if I heard you correctly, I I'm gonna tell you to you. Let me get this. Um, no no no. Let, let me get me this cheese you, out my no, throat. Go let ahead. Let me tell you how I really feel. Oh Lord, hold on. Do I need to put a disclaimer? Up? No, you don't need to put a disclaimer. Up. Okay, come on. <laughs> I'm literally saying. Okay. I do not want your shadow to darken my shadow. <laughs> In Jesus' name. <laughs> okay, so let me let me let me be clear. You, be, you can be clear. I just told you what it was. I, so you, go ahead. No, but we talking about two different things. I okay. Think. No, I'm serious. No, I don't know how we talk. Okay, tell me how. So you're saying this from somebody who has possibly wronged you. It could be. It, it could uh, be. I could go ahead. Okay. You're saying statement. once this person has shown themselves to have wronged you, you don't want no parts of it. That's what. That's what I heard you say. It could. It, it can be interactions, and it can't, and they don't have to necessarily be wrong. It can be several interactions that have drawn, that have drawn the conclusion that you know what. I don't want to fool with you. Far, is, far is a good distance. I don't want to fool with you. Is what you're saying. I, I, I gave it to you in the best possible <laughs> disclaimer that I could without, have. Without given. cussing. Yes. Oh, Felicia said, I need to make an appointment to see Ming Ling. You just stepped on all my toes. <laughs> I just, I, I think, okay, so, so, let me, let me, let me say it like this, and I, and I know we can get way off on that, so I ain't going to do that today. No, no, no. Uh, what you mean, no, no, no. <laughs> no? I mean, like, no, no, you can't go way off. I'm just No, I, I just think that there is, there is a, when we talk about respect versus honor and all that, as churches grow, especially with small churches. 
it's one thing for people to have a disagreement. Some disagreements are valid. Some are not. If you have a, a legitimate beef with someone, and if we're going to talk Bible, and, I'm, and I always talk Bible, then, you know, it, it's, it's in your best, inf- best interest between you and God to make things right with said person. Now, if that person is a repeat constant offender, he or she, of, of, of not caring or giving two cents about stepping on your toes or hurting your feelings or constantly doing some stuff to, 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 to offend you, then yeah, you know what? You can't, where's the shake your foot to shake the dust off your feet scripture? <laughs> so uh, if, 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 that, if that's the case, then yeah, you can keep it moving. What I'm saying is we're talking about doing the small things right. We can't say we want to go out and grow and grab new people when we can't work with or deal with or have any type of, uh, uh, or if we're always walking around, we, we can say, you know, you can say, I ain't got animosity toward nobody. But is that true? When we make, when we make that statement, because you can say, you know, if, if you can say, I don't fool with you, I don't fool with him, I don't fool with her. Okay then there's some animosity there. It takes energy. It takes energy to hold on to that. And I'm talking to somebody who is very, very, very good at holding the grudge over here, me. It doesn't take energy because I, I refuse to give anybody some energy but because uh, I'm not calm Ed. <laughs> so the thing is, you, you make it. <laughs> I'm good. serious. That's good. That's I'm, no, good. I'm, I'm serious. Like, you know, because I, th- I think you're going – about like you know you still want it to be right and it's like you know sometimes like you know some, some, sometimes to keep to keep peace or to have peace and everything else like that mm-hmm. it's better it's, it's better to like you know have an understanding you are not meant to get along with everyone absolutely not and everything else right. like that and, right. so, and sometimes you know it, you know sometimes the people that you are not meant to get along with they are in your space or you guys occupy the same space and everything else like that so while you're in that space and everything else like that like you know far 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 is far is the social distancing what what we gonna do and everything else like that i get before you go to the seven times seven and everything else i get all of that i don't have to i don't have to use that seven times seven if i if i remain at a distant level okay You know I wasn't talking about you personally, though, right? You, you, no, what you mean? Okay, I'm just saying, I wasn't, like, talking about you. Because you, you, it's not like you. <laughs> like, I'm just, I'm just talking. I, I get it. Okay, because you over there, like, <laughs> you going all the way in. No, I, I didn't go in. I was just, I'm, just, I'm just giving, I'm just giving, like, you know, you like like, like Lisa, you stepped on some toes. And I was like, man, like, like because the person I, who wrote this article, okay. I'm like, no, no, ma'am, no, sir. Let me say, like, it. okay, so here's the deal. Here's the deal. And, and everybody has their own crosses to bear. Some people, we, some, some of us, some of y'all, some of us, don't, we, we're carrying unnecessary crosses. And when I say that, I say that to say there's going to always be a place and a space where you work with people you're not necessarily fond of or you go to church with people that you're not necessarily fond of. My thing is this, work is different from church. 
when you're at church, everybody should be on the same goal, right? That goal is to make disciples. People on the outside looking in come in and they pay attention to people, right? And especially if you are in, for lack of better words, leadership. I don't care if you got the lowest title in the place. People pay attention to that. So if they see leadership found up or not together or, or having no continuity or no unity amongst themselves, and they go, well, why would I want to be a part of that place? Why would I want to be a part of that? Or then if that person comes in and then is invited to join leadership, and I've been sitting back watching, like, why would I want to be a part of that foolishness? I see how he look at him and how she look at her and how he look at her and how she look at him. I see it. I, now, I don't know if it's something there or not, but I see it. And you know what? I'm good over here. So that's, I'm, 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 I just think that we as, as, as Christians, so we call ourselves, a lot of us still working on it, and that's fine. As we call ourselves Christians, we need to be mindful that, that it's those little things that do matter. And I know, and I've had this conversation with people over and over and over again, everybody's not meant to be your friend, and that's okay. And you don't have to be, uh, 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 you don't have to be best buddy uh, to everybody. Uh, that's, not, that's not necessary either. Like I said earlier, you don't have to break bread uh, uh, with, with everybody. But there is a reason. Uh, uh, you know, and I believe it was somewhere, I think Proverbs 17 or 18, somebody helped me out, where it talks about a man that has friends must first show himself friendly. Must first show himself friendly. Right? So, so again, it's not saying, uh, you know, I got to come and, and carpool with you. Ain't nobody saying all that. Mm-mm, we ain't talking about all that. But, but, but again, you know, uh, 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 when, when, the, when we talk about being our brothers and sisters in Christ, right, uh, uh, it, it, just like if somebody comes into your house, you should, if it's your, if it's your house, right, you should speak to somebody that comes in your house. If you're in your church, right, that's all of that. That's the Lord's house, right? And when you come into a place, right, you, that, that, that's just, that, that, that's, the, that's the least of the things you can do. And it costs you nothing. It costs you nothing. If anything, you get rewarded for doing the right thing. It never costs you anything, right? But it does cost you to be mean or to be rude or to intentionally, let me do it that way, let me say it that way, to intentionally be rude. It costs you something. You lose a little bit of yourself. And, 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 and I, I just think that, again, when the, guy, when the writer talks about the, uh, uh, it's in, it's those, signif- those small moments matter. Those small moments matter because this is what, and I'll leave it at this. You never know who's watching you when you decide not to. You never know who's watching you because somebody else might be watching you and trying to garner some sort of uh, skill set or something from you, and they may be watching you in your actions. 
Just like I always tell people all the time about withholding their praise and, and sitting on their hands and all of that. And I always say, you know, you might be the you might be the key to somebody else's breakthrough because if they see you shout because of all the stuff that you've been going through, if they see you praising God with all the mess you've been going through, if they see you do that in spite of everything else, that might be the that might be the sign for them to get their breakthrough. So it works the same way. Somebody else might just need to see you be friendly. Somebody else might need to see you do it because they may have some some untold church hurt, some untold animosity. They may have some things on the inside, and they may be saying, you know what, I want to try it. But let me watch and see. Let me watch and see. So we again, small things, small things. This is good. This is good. Number seven, number seven, number seven, number seven. Uh, again, we're talking about we're talking about today eight things, eight habits of Christians who live out their faith every day, not just on Sunday. Number seven. Whoa, oh, this is right on time. People who live out their faith suffer in godly ways. My my my. People who live out their faith suffer in godly ways. This is what the writer says. He says. Uh, Gentry and Hadley Eddings were driving home from a wedding when truck crashed into their car, killing their toddler and unborn baby. When the world expected them to shatter in their pain, they transformed their pain into the pulpit. They gave the donations given to them to Mission of Hope Haiti while also forgiving the truck driver. You see, they didn't trumpet their pain for pity. Instead, they picked up the pieces and gave a beautiful picture of Christ's love to the world. It's possible to not completely break in your pain. It's possible to give back in the times you feel that daily ache and pain. But to do so requires that you see the redemption possible in the greatest pain. That's what Christianity is all about, redemption. Sometimes you have to suffer for Christ's sake. Sometimes that means I'm going to have to give up a little bit of what I believe is to be right in order for God to get the glory in this situation. So me going outside of what I really feel like I want to do or what I feel like I should do because I really want to say this to you or I really want to do that. Sometimes I need to bite my tongue, my God, today. Sometimes that means I'm going to have to smile and walk on by or, or, or grin and bear it for Christ's sake. Because see here, let me, let me, let me, can, I, can I go back and show the correlation or the parallel? Because see, see, because me, me shaking your hand, even though I know you dogged me and wronged me, right? Me shaking your hand and other people seeing me shake your hand. Watch this. That, that, that's... That, they, they don't, they, yeah, they see Dana shaking your hand, but to the Christian who knows that that person did me wrong and they see me shaking your hand, they see the maturity in me. They see the spiritual growth in me. Now, somebody else would say you stupid, but that's okay because they don't know no better. Somebody else would say you crazy for shaking their hand. I wouldn't do this. Do that. But it, it, I, I, I'll give a good example. You know, I've had, you know, uh, 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 occasion to have to go back to my uh, previous church on a couple of occasions. 
And I've had to be in the presence of some people that dogged my every move, threw my name, not just under the bus, in the dirt, put it in the grave, dug it up, and put it in there again. But because of, watch this, we talked about honor and respect. Because of the title that I carry, because of who I am and who I am aspiring to be, I had to do it in pain. I said, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and shake this hand. I'm going to go ahead. Are we pausing? I'm going to go ahead and, and, and okay, so, 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 so I'm, 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 I'm wondering what, what, like, what, what's, what's that, you know, people look at you like, well, well, how can you, how can you, uh, um, um, how can you shake that person's hand? How can you do this knowing this? Or how can you do this knowing that? It's because of the God in me. Now, some years ago, absolutely not. Some years ago, absolutely not. I wasn't in a position or a place. I wasn't in a position or a place to be able to do that. I couldn't even wrap my mind around it. And I'm not talking about people that I think offended me. I'm not talking about people that I, that I, that I think did some things that were detrimental to me. I'm talking about stuff that I know, that I've seen, that I witnessed firsthand, right? That I got to, look, I got the scars. <laughs> Put it that way. <laughs> I got the scars from it, Right? I have the scars from it. So, so you, you got you, you to gotta learn how to, uh, sometimes you have to suffer through some stuff. And, and don't get me wrong, that ain't everybody's ministry, but it's everybody's calling. We all have to go through some pain in order to grow. Because watch this, once you do it, then those people who, who, who did that, when you see them, what they did to you now becomes insignificant. Because now they have the because because every time you see them, and you like I said this before, you know you've grown spiritually when the person that you that you either know offended you or you believe offended you. When you see them, you no longer have that feeling. That's when you know you've grown spiritually. Until then, when you see that person, if you see that person, and you automatically start going back to something that you think they said or they did say or something that you think they did or they did through, or they did actually do it, then you're, 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 you know, for lack of better words, I know we like to say they're not living rent-free in your head. No, they're not living rent-free, but you just let them back in when you start having that thought. You just gave you you just re, you just retold them you just told them what does the hotel say uh, uh, vacancy <laughs> there is room <laughs> now you might forget about them as soon as you leave the same place they in but for that time you were there you 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 opened up a vacancy spot the light came on saying hey you want to come hang out we have to we have to we have to learn how to 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 move again we're not Christ. We ain't Jesus. We ain't we ain't at that level of uh, 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 Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. But you know, at the end of the day, they didn't crucify us, even though it might have felt like it, depending on your level of whatever. But it does your heart wonders when you can just extend that hand. I, I, come on now, 
And I'm talking about shaking the hand of 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 quote unquote some 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 deacons that bad mouthed you from 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 Genesis to Revelation. Because they were more concerned about their position than they were about what was necessary or what was good. But you still but 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 for me, I had to move I, I had to move to a place of forgiveness, which means for a time you deal with the suffering of and then it's like, you know what, now I see them, it's like, hey, what's up? Hey, how you doing, man? How you doing? How's everybody? Everybody good? And keep moving. And I'm not even being insincere. I'm you good? Good. Good to see you. And keep it moving. Good to see, keep it moving. Good to see you still breathing. Keep it moving. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh let's see. The best example of this, oh, let's see. Uh Matthew 10, 14. Uh Dorothy says, just be civilized to each other. That's it. That's it. Be civil. Yeah. Proverbs seventeen and seven. What's that one, Felicia? Proverbs seventeen and seven. Let me let's let's go there. Let's get there. Proverbs seventeen and seven. Oh, a friend loves at all times, and a brother is born for a time of adversity. Mmm. Mmm. That's good. That's good. I like that. Let me let me let, let, let me get the message. Let's get the message. Come on, message. Message says. Friends love through all kinds of weather, and families stick together in all kinds of trouble. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Felicia says the best example of this is the late, uh, as of late, is Miss Tabitha Brown addressing the Wendy Williams. Yeah, best Christian. (laughs) I know, right? Right? Dorothy says, yes, bridle that tongue is a must. Uh, say something you regret. And I've been there too. Been there too. Said some good words in a business meeting one time. <laughs> Tanya's favorite meeting, by the way. Said some good words. <laughs> say what? You say all. Oh. You forgot? Yeah. <laughs> Said some good words in a meeting one time. Let, but, you know, I regretted it because it put me, it, because it did more harm to me than it did to her. Because words are like bullets. Once you shoot them, they don't come back. And the damage they do can be permanent. So you have to remember that. Words are like bullets. Once you shoot them, they do not come back. And I can forgive you for shooting me. And the scar will eventually heal, but the scar is there. Hmm. My, my, my. This is good. All right, y'all. Last one. Last one. Ooh, we are on time. Praise Jesus. Last one. Last one. Uh, again, we're talking about eight habits of Christians who live out their faith every day, not just on Sunday. Number eight. Number eight. Last one says, people who live out their faith talk about spirituality. People who live out their faith talk about spirituality. The writer says this. And finally, all these people I know talk about their faith openly. Mm. Today we can be concerned about offending someone or making them feel uncomfortable, but really 
That's our fear speaking louder than our love. We talk about the things we truly love. And if we're too scared to speak about our faith with those around us, we'll never let it surface in our daily lives. That's good. I... Check your circle. Do, do, just paint this mental picture for a moment. Paint this mental, this mental picture for a moment. Go to your circle. However big your circle is. When I say circle, your circle of friends. Go to your circle. Mentally go through the first five people that you could think of in your circle. Now, if you ain't got five, that's cool too. Maybe it's the first four, maybe it's the first three. Think of the first five people in your circle. You ready? You got them? You got them? One, three, four, five. If it's just one and two or three, that's fine too. But think of the first five people. When I, t- when I talk about your circle, the people you know you can pick up the phone and call at one o'clock in the morning. That's what I mean, circle. The people who, who if they called you, you're going to get up and get in your car and go. Your circle, your circle, your circle. You got it? All right. So in this circle, in this circle, how many of them, including you in the circle, how many of you openly talk about your faith to one another? You ain't got the answer for me. You answer it for yourself. You have to answer for me. You have to put, you know, I'm not asking you to put no comments in. If you do, that, that, that's wonderful, but you don't have to. How many people in your circle, including yourself, openly talk about your faith to each other? Openly have those conversations. It's a, it's, it's a valid question. And, it's only, and, I'm, and I'm asking the question because I want you to think. If we call ourselves Christians, we call ourselves faithful, we call ourselves the children of God, we call ourselves, uh, being, we call ourselves saying we're Christ-like, then all of those titles infer that we speak openly about our faith. I'm not saying you do it on a radio show behind a microphone talking to thousands of people. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying you just do it openly with your circle, with your, with your immediate circle. Now, now, now here's, here, here, here's the second part of the question because it's two-parter. If you don't do it, why not? Is it because of what the writer said? Because we're, we're afraid we might be offending some of our friends that maybe don't go to church? Or is it our fear speaking louder than our love? Because if you, if you love the people in your circle, then your faith should always be a subject that's easily broached. Wasn't trying to blow nobody's mind. But if you love these people, your faith, your walk, should always be an easy conversation to have. I'm not saying one of those, oh, God, my faith in God allowed me to do this and my faith. No, I, uh, 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 uh. Because you never know, again, 
what sharing your walk will do for somebody else. They may say, you know what, I never thought that about you, but thank you for sharing. I would have never guessed that about you. And you know what, I've been having questions a lot, and you just helped me. Talk about your faith openly. Talk about your faith openly. Tell people about the God you serve. Don't just say, I, 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 I go to church and I work on and I'm an usher. Okay. That's told me nothing. I go to church every Sunday and I'm an usher. Okay. That told me nothing about your faith. I go to church every Sunday and I'm, I, I, I work in the finance room. That told me nothing about your faith. I go to church every Sunday. I'm a deacon on the deacon board. That told me nothing about your faith. Watch this. I'm the pastor of a church. <laughs> that told me nothing about your faith. That told me nothing about your walk. Open conversation. That's good, y'all. Come on now. Felicia, uh, not Felicia. Angela says, tell them he'll open doors. I know that's right. And watch this. You sharing, watch this. Thank you, Angela. I'm going to switch this around. You sharing your faith with somebody might open the door for you. Maybe some of the doors you've been trying to get open ain't opening because you're keeping your mouth closed about your faith. My God today. I hope I just helped somebody. Maybe if we open up our, you know what they say, a closed mouth don't get fed. Maybe if you open up your mouth and share your faith, the right person, watch this, the person that God gave the keys to give to you might be holding on because they ain't heard you say the right words. My, my, my. Come on, I wish I had some help. So don't be afraid. I'm ta- I am First, I'm talking about your circle. I ain't talking about going outside your circle. I ain't telling you to go evangelize to no people. But see, the people who don't want to go evangelize to people are the people that don't want to talk about it with their friends either. Because see, if I'm talking about, the, if, if my friends know what I'm about, more than just me being a deacon at the church or a preacher at the church or a finance person at the church or whatever, if they know I'm more than just that, then, I, then, then it won't be nothing for me to talk to people who don't know me. But if I'm afraid or uncomfortable talking to my friends, my circle, about my faith in God and my walk with Jesus, then, then no wonder you can't talk to nobody else. Huh? No wonder you can't talk to nobody else. Because you can't even talk to your circle. And when I say, again, your search, I mean the, the, the three, four, five, the top five people you're connected to in the world. Can you have that conversation with any of them? And are they having it with you? Because if they ain't having it with you, that, uh, the next question is, why not? Or do they, only, do they only know you as the go to church on Sunday person? I go to church on Sunday. I log in for Bible study on Wednesday. I go to the meetings when they call them. <laughs> Is that all they know you as? Or do they know you as somebody who has ups and downs, but you have faith in God despite your bad, good, great situation? Do they know that part of you? Do they know that when you're not feeling your best, that you don't mind praying your way out of it? Do they know that when you're sick, 
you 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 you'll go to the word and 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 what David said, encourage yourself. Do they understand that about you? Do they know that you have the kind of faith that believes that God can do anything? Do they know that about you? Or do they only know you as the I get up and put I get up and put nice clothes on on Sunday? Again, I'm not picking on nobody. I'm not um but I want you I want to shine a light on the situation. What happens if you close your eyes and leave here and then all those friends come to your services and they hear about all these amazing things you did at church and all the work you put in at church and talked about how you did this and did that and they're sitting there amazed at your funeral because they're hearing about a person that they never knew. Think about that. They're hearing about a person that they never knew. Be sitting there like, who are they talking about? <laughs> I'm at, am I at the, and the only reason they know it's your funeral because you're laying up there or your picture on no obituary. Or are they going to sit there and be proud and excited because they're going to say, that's my friend they're talking about up there. Yes, she did that and more. Yes, he did that and more. Yes, he shared God all the time. He or she is the reason I came back to church. He or she is the reason that I got out of that situation. He prayed for me. She prayed with me. She prayed for me. He prayed for me. I, will they be able to sit there and go, I was one of the ones that she prayed for? My God. I was one of the ones that she came and saw when I was sick. I was one. Is it, is it, will it be that? Will they know your faith that way? That's the real question. Again, no shame. Just want you to think about it. So let's let's so let's end it with this. Let's end it with this. Uh, the writer says to sum it all up. The eight, the eight habits I've observed of people who live out their faith every day are this. One, everybody needs to carve out restorative time. Love a reflex, not a blocked off section of time. Make love a reflex, not a blocked off section of time. Number three, consider character. Consider character over results. Number four, cultivate community. That means make community wherever you go. Number five, honor your roles. Every role, you, every title you have, preacher, brother, husband, father, mother, doctor, counselor, teacher, friend, auntie, uncle, shoulder, huh? honor the role. That means be excellent in everything. Number six, cherish the little things. They do matter. Show respect for the little bitty things. Number seven, suffer in godly ways. 
it's okay to suffer for God's sake. I can swallow my pride for his sake. I can bite my tongue for his sake. I can make myself look a little less. I can, I can, I can, I can, I can hide my, I can, I cannot shine so much. It ain't going to hurt me, my God. Number eight, talk about spirituality. So in, in conclusion, he says this, Angela says, how about this? You live what you preached about, prayed about. Exactly. The writer says this. This is how he closes. He says, faith was never meant to be something we entertain on Sunday. It is to be exercised every day. Oh, that's good. Oh, that'll, that'll, that'll preach right there. So he says, as our society grows, uh, increasingly more complex, solidify the things that matter. In the toppling waves of busy seasons, make your faith stand apart. Live it out every day as it is supposed to be. That's good. That's good, y'all. This thing blessed me. I'm so glad we, ooh, man. I, you know, I, honestly, I had forgot that we didn't finish this last week until Latanya reminded me. Thank you very much. I had forgot that we didn't finish this last week. This thing was good. This thing was rich, y'all. Y'all need to check it out. Again, uh, eight, eight, eight habits of Christians who live out their faith every day, not just on Sunday. Come on now, Revelation 3.16, pick a side and talk about Jesus. I know that's right. Come on now. You, have, you do. You do. And it's a growth process. I don't care how long you've been in church. It's a growth process. I don't care what position you hold. It's a growth process. But we need to start growing, though. You can't, you can't, you can't, you can't say I'm gonna stay just like I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be like I'm is. <laughs> I'm gonna be like I'm is, and it's gonna be all right. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be just like I'm is. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a, I, this is what works for me. Yeah, but what if this works better? What if this puts you in a better situation? What if this puts you in a better light? What if it moves you to the next level? What if it moves you to that place you've been trying and trying and trying to get to, and then every time it looks like you're going to get there, something happens? But what if you kick down this one last door where you set aside pride and you set aside me and say, you know what, God, I'm going to do this because you said I should. It's a thought, y'all. It's a thought. Oh, this was good. Let us, let us, let us, let us, let us, uh, let, let us pray. Let us pray. Father God, we thank you for tonight. God, we thank you for this great, great, great word on tonight. God, we thank you for uh, this great writer uh, of this word, Neil Samadre. Uh, God bless you, sir, for him. Thank you, God, for him. Uh, God, thank you for this amazing, amazing article, Eight Habits of Christians Who Live Out Their Faith Every Day, Not Just on Sunday. God, we thank you, God, that somebody may have heard or seen or, or witnessed something, God, that there may be some parts of their faith walk that they need to work on, God. We thank you right now for your illuminating light on that dark space in their life, God. Thank you, God, for even pointing out some things that I myself need to correct, God. Thank you, God, for this platform, God. And I thank you, God, for allowing me to, even in a teaching moment, that I can still learn in the process, God. Uh, God, I thank you for 
for for allowing us to learn together, God, as a as a, as as a family, God, not blood related, God, but blood washed and related. Ha, glory to Him. I thank you, God, for for your blood that washed us all, and it made us family under you. So, God, we just want to say thank you right now. Now, God, we ask that you would continue to bless those families that are still grieving, that are still mourning. God, bless those who are in the midst of recovery right now. God, we bless you right now, God, even for those who may have went to the doctor and gotten bad news or thought it was, and it turned out to be good news. God, we just want to say thank you. God, we just love you on today. God, we thank you, God, even for the uncomfortable positions. We want to say thank you. As I said last week, God, if you want to shift the atmosphere, you got to see the clouds differently. God, I thank you for fresh seeds. <laughs> I thank you for fresh seeds on today. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. What I miss, it says that's why we are put in uncomfortable situations so we can grow. That's right, Dorothy. And that's why you stay in them. The only reason you stay in uncomfortable positions is because we have not grown. Come on, Dorothy. That's why he keeps putting us there. He will keep, God, I, I had to learn this, God will keep putting folk around you that make you uncomfortable until you grow. Because see, what happens is this, once you grow, the next time somebody similar comes around, they don't even phase you. They don't even phase you because, oh, you know, I, I grew past that. Hey, how you doing? I see, I see you acting a fool. I'm okay. I see you. Uh huh. Stupid written all over you. That's why. Because see, God gonna allow you to see it. <laughs> now you can spy the mile away. Oh, 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 you got fool written on your forehead. Let me keep moving, huh? Angela says, "I'm in this part of my life right now." Mm. My God, forever learning. You gotta be. You got to be. Look, I don't care. I don't care what the what the parchment paper say, the 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 the, the nice uh, uh sheepskin that they sent that that says Dr. King. I don't care. I'm going to be forever learning. Forever learning. Ministry is in I'm I'm assuming you mean inconvenient. <laughs> I'm assuming that's what you meant. And it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be. But like I said before, a temporary inconvenience for permanent improvement, meaning I can temporarily inconvenience myself so that God can permanently improve me. Come on now. I can temporarily inconvenience myself so that God can permanently improve me. Oh, my God, I'm going to help somebody again. I can temporarily inconvenience myself so that God can permanently improve me. That's going to help somebody. I hope somebody got that tonight. Look, y'all, I got to go. Hey, y'all know the routine. If you got to drive through this special, special city or special wherever you are, look, do me a favor, my brothers and my sister. Let me say it like Pastor Harold would say. Keep your head on a swivel. Two T's, one O, one L. With your hands lifted up, say, say.